Welcome back to the Always Moving Podcast. It is December 1st, which is, it's crazy how fast this year has blown by. Um, I hope everyone's doing well. I don't know the last time I've I've spoke to y'all, but I'm back. And we're just going to do this fun little segue here. Speaking of coming back, I want to recap you on my first handball tournament. I think, I think it was five, five years something like that and uh i gotta tell you it was amazing it was so fun um still got it a little bit you feel it you feel it in the bones <laughs> but uh, it's still there so uh i now live in florida so it's a little more complicated to to play handball you know with team canada or clubs like i used to but i was able to track down like most cities you can find somebody from somewhere or somebody that plays handball and last year i attended a practice here in st petersburg florida and it was fun it was it was good to be back out um met plenty of people and met a guy who helps run a team called inter miami obviously based out of miami so fast forward one year later there hasn't been another practice in in st pete uh, I don't know, like time commitment or, you know, booking a gym or whatnot, but it just hasn't happened. So I'm like, yeah, we'll see whenever the next time this comes up, I'll see if I can get out and play. Um, and it worked out. So I got asked by this guy, Leo, who helps run Inter Miami. And he asked me, I don't know, I guess I, I guess I showed some flashes at this one practice because he asked me to, to come and play this one tournament and uh, I did just that. So it was in uh, middle of November, I went to North Carolina, UNC to be specific, uh, to play a handball tournament. First one in five years, which uh, I, I'll admit, I was a bit, bit nervous going in. But uh, I'd been training for like doing running, going to the gym, getting cardio, just so, you know, if my, my skills were a bit rusty, at least physically, I'd be okay. And, uh, you know, for the most part, went pretty well. Um, so I left left Tampa bright and early on the Friday morning. And to get to, to, get to Chapel Hill, North Carolina, it's not the most convenient flight path. Uh, from Tampa so I had to fly to Philadelphia and then Philadelphia I flew to Raleigh-Durham and from Raleigh-Durham North Carolina I took a an Uber to get to the hotel over by Chapel Hill so end up writing all day working from the lobby because they wouldn't let me check until three I got to the hotel at like 11 <laughs> so I spent the entire day just writing kind of you know doing my work but at the same time mentally I'm like oh shit like the tournament's tournament starts tomorrow How's it going to be? I didn't know anyone on my team except for the guy I met one time. I didn't know who was showing up. We had guys drop out, guys get injured in the weeks leading up. So it's like, I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know what the team's going to be. 
Uh, for those who don't know me, I've played my entire career as a goalkeeper. So it's like, am I going to be playing in net? Am I going to be playing on the court? What's going to happen? So Friday goes, um, whatnot. Saturday morning, we have our first game. I believe it was 11.30. And we were playing New York Handball Club, which was easily the best team in the tournament. So it's like, wow, we've never played together. We've never practiced together. I haven't played in years. And we're playing the best team in the tournament. I don't know. We're going to figure stuff out and just kind of see what happens. So we end up having a total of eight guys. Eight total players were <laughs> there for the tournament uh, because of injury, illness, whatnot. So it, it works out where one of the eight guys is also a goalkeeper, and he's an older gentleman. So first game, I'm playing New York, and I'm <laughs> playing on the court, playing as a left back, center, and... Uh, it goes pretty much how you'd think, but one of my, I would say I'm not technically skilled and I don't know, you know, how to attack a good defense, all that kind of jazz, because that's not my position. You know, I know general movements, I know what I should do, but, you know, knowing in your head what you should do and then implementing it on a court when experienced players on defense are staring at you, you know, it's not always easy, but, you know, we got crushed. We got just slaughtered by New York. There were all these the these younger guys who decided, you know what, let's just keep running the entire time and just <laughs> run this score up. So at the end, we're like, just just let them run. Don't just save yourself because the tournament really starts in the next game. So New York beats the piss out of us. Uh, but I scored some goals. I took a lot of shots because, you know, I could still throw hard. <laughs> still got a little something up there. But... Uh, you know, uh, going through contact and stuff, and we didn't play with any stickum, so the grip was a bit different. So a lot of my shots, you know, they weren't, let's say, uh, perfectly placed in the corners. A lot were in the middle. You know, goalie was eating me up because my shots weren't great. Uh, but I did score, uh, you know, I don't know, six, six or seven goals, five to seven goals, something like that. Uh, so it was effective. But then <laughs> the very same game. I got, uh, I was attacking through the defense, and as I was trying to, I was trying to be more aggressive as the game went on, I got more comfortable, you know, first time back on the court, first time really throwing stuff in a while, um, so towards the end of the game, I, I'm like, you know what, I'm running through this, <laughs> I bet you I can get through this defense, you know, I'm a big guy, and then I go through, and one of the defenders, his knee is bent and planted, and did not move when my right quad ran straight into his knee uh this i shot i think i scored but then i like i hit the ground as i as i shot and it's like oh oh damn (laughs) this this hurts already game one and i've been blasted in the leg so um at that point we had one of our one of our we had one sub the entire time so one of our guys got a red card so there was no subs and i'm just i could barely walk so I end up going back in net, and I go in net, and I had like two or three saves. There was only like five minutes left. I had some saves, but one of them was just a, a missile right to the face. And, uh, well, it's a save, and my fellow goalkeepers will know that your face and your head is just an extra appendage. So why not use your third hand? So I got blasted in the face. I get a black eye, <laughs> my legs jacked up, and we got the shit beat out of us in game one. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> right back into it. Here we are. Training wheels are off. And 
everything involved with that uh it was a it was an interesting experience to get right back into back into the shit there but uh as we said you know pace yourself get healthy well not get healthy just don't get more injured and then we would we would go back at it the next game and we did just that we played a a team from Carolina cuz Carol it was hosted by North Carolina and UNC but there was three or four teams I think three teams based out of Carolina and we played them younger team um they were putting it they uh they have some potential but they're really young they're inexperienced and uh since my leg was injured I played a net that game and it was my first kind of real taste of being back in goal like this is what I've been doing for you know 15 years played overseas team can all that so it's like I know what I'm doing I know where I should be like mentally I know all right use this angle he's gonna do this inexperienced shooters you know they're not really gonna confuse you with their arm work so it's like if he's coming straight on he's probably gonna keep that line and not be able to pull the shots so in the second game baby I tell you it's still there I might not be as fast I might be less flexible but mentally I still know where to be and you know the game went really well the one thing i'll say when you take so much time off as a goalkeeper and you start getting these shots from the wing or the pivot line when they're really close to you (laughs) you kind of like oh shit or you kind of forget what you should do you kind of lose this comfortability with your net so you know you you go in a semicircle around the goal there and you, you think you're in the right spot, but you're just rusty and you forget where you are. So there was some <laughs> there are some goals I let in that it eh, would have drawn a benching because <laughs> some of them were pretty bad. But then I made a lot of like key saves and um, it all just went down to experience versus lack of experience on the other side. And, um, you know, they, they had the young legs. We had some older guys, some guys not so great shape. So... Um, we ended up winning maybe six or seven goals or something, but I made a lot of key saves, uh, to help us get us that win. And then throughout the tournament, we were guaranteed the four games. It was pretty much most teams played four games. So, uh, we won that. Then we had an important matchup against a team from Ohio, Pickerington Pandas. And there was a guy, Michael, that I, I played against on the national team. He was kind of their leader, their their best player. So we go into the game against Pickerington. It was our third game of the day, by the way. So, uh, you know, you're already tired. You're back in the shit. You're learning how to play. And it's a, a quarterfinal matchup against this team from Pickerington who they only, I think they had one sub. They may have had one sub as well. But they, they practice, they train, they're, they're a talented team. And we started the game really well. I was making some saves, and uh, it was tight throughout, and I think at halftime we were down one, maybe one or two. It was a super close game. Winning team would move on to the next, uh, the semifinal or whatnot, but uh, we were playing a tight game, and then it comes to that decision. There's a key decision, you know, it's kind of like in baseball when when managers get shit because they take their starting pitcher out too soon, um, that they, some of the guys decided, hey, uh, you know, we're doing fine. 
maybe it's since I was like one of our harder shooters, they made the call to be like, hey, second half, you know, Lyndon, go out. We're going to have you as play as a back. And my legs already, <laughs> my legs already not, not well. So I'm like, uh, I don't know if that's a great choice, but I mean, I don't know these guys. I think some of them played together for years. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'll go do it. And it didn't work out. <laughs> I can tell you it didn't work out. I feel like my value would have been better because I was making the saves we needed to keep us in the game. And um, I think the switch to the older guy to go back in net and me to go as a not great back player, just someone who can shoot, didn't work out. I scored a couple goals uh, in the second half. I think like three, three or four. I think three goals in the second half, but I feel like that difference of putting me on the court and all whatnot defensively, all this all this jazz, I feel like it was a bad move, and we ended up losing the game by five, something, five or six at the end of the day. Um, and it ended up costing us a spot, so we ended up playing the morning uh, for consolation, so it was the fifth, sixth-place game. We played another team from Carolina, and they were better than the other team we played. And I played in net. And uh, it was really, it was a really good game. Um, my guys at Inter-Miami, they did well, you know, keeping us in it. The, the offense was kind of coming together. Guys were figuring out what they can do, what they can't do. And uh, it was really tight throughout the whole game. So as the tournament kind of progressed I feel like I was getting more comfortable more familiar with my posts um, and my movement moving uh, laterally uh, attacking the shooter attacking the arm and it was coming back and it really felt like damn I'm, I'm I could get this give me give me some practices give me some games I could be back you know somewhere to where I was but um, it was a really good really good close game it came down to the end um we were up two in the last minute and a half something like that it was 21 19 something like that and uh we had a two minute so we were going to play down a man for the rest of the game the guy who got the two minute was one of our our faster players so instantly i feel like we were just slower we were we were whatnot but this was my my favorite play of of the tournament came down we're a man short they're coming with speed because they're younger and uh this left-handed right back comes in he he breaks he cuts from the wing cuts in we're a defender down wide open from right back position right at the six and he throws it uh first post high and i'm like i bet you i can get this guy on this save so he comes Cuts through the line, coming from right back, lefty, throws it, crosses body to go first post high, and I just, oh, this was the still got it moment of the tournament was I threw the left leg up, stoned him, oh, felt good. Um, and that solidified the game, and we won, we finished fifth. But that was that was the moment right at the end to, to like, secure the win and um, just kind of prove to myself that there's something still there. So, um yeah, I mean, I was I was proud of that moment. I mean, uh, I ain't ashamed to I ain't ashamed to admit it. It felt good. It felt like, oh damn, I'm back. You know, sign me up, coach. But uh, yeah, I was proud of that moment, and 
at the same time, I'm not ashamed to admit I let in some really shitty goals throughout the, t- the tournament because, you know, it's been a while. Because um, specifically, I think I was the worst with uh, the opposition's right wingers because I was losing my my position on the post. So I was kind of guarding first post a lot. Um because, you know, some of them were right-handed, some were not as athletic, so I was kind of guarding first post to take that away, but the movement I was making, I was making the wrong move to cover the second post when the shot came, so eventually throughout the tournament I got that back, but early on I was getting just shredded with these these second post low shots from the right wing, and they were... Some of them were just going like post in, just bangers. Like these are beauty. And some of them was just me way out of position, way out of, you know, my, my footwork was off. My, the way I was attacking was wrong. And it was just like, oh man, Lyndon, like work on this, like figure this out. You know where the shot's coming. And eventually I was able to get it. I was following the shooter better. I was being more aggressive. I wasn't just sitting flat because at the beginning, I'd be riding the first post, just be like, force them to beat you second. And instead of, you know, coming out or being aggressive or moving, you know, laterally, I was falling back into my net and giving them that shot. And because I was falling back, uh, they were able to make that shot because I was just opening it up and giving them the space. So it, uh, (laughs) it was, it was eye opening. And it was like that, oh shit. Okay. Okay. You're, you're a little rusty, but it's there, and you realize it. And as the tournament went, I progressed, and I made those those saves as it went on, uh, attacking the arm and closing out the angle instead of, you know, sitting back and being tentative and just kind of falling back into my net. So um, it was really fun to be out there, and it was really fun to play. And there's a couple key things I take away from that tournament was, one, it's still there. You could feel it, and there's this... Like, I want to get back on the court and play some more. Like, uh, it, it just felt good. You can see the shots. And the better shooters, I found myself, you know, trying to step up and, and perform better against, you know, the other team's top players. Um, so that passion's there. That 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 fire, I felt it. <laughs> I felt it deep down. Um, like, uh, Michael, the guy who played national team for the U.S., um, you know, he... he he had these shot, and there was one specifically. I talked to him about it during at the end of the game. Was my defense left like a, an opening right there, and he had no choice but like I have to take this shot. And it was a like a stem shot going low, low to my left, and I saw it, and it was there. But the timing was just off. I just missed it. It went in, but it's like that. You know, it's there. I could do it, and I want to get back. And uh, hopefully, that's the thing. Um, I think the big. The two big things besides, you know, getting out there and playing was the camaraderie that always, this, this family that always comes with handball. Um, with my team during this tournament, I've never met anyone before. But then, you know, I've always said that handball is, it's a universal language. It doesn't matter what language you speak. And you know the game, you play the game, and maybe you can talk about it. So some of the guys on our team, um, Ignacio is Cuban. Um, Paulo's from Brazil so the languages aren't all there Um, Brandon and Chris are from Atlanta Uh, Jeff's from Charlotte Um, so we were this this mix and languages weren't always there but we were fighting for the same same goal together 
and we've played the sport some different uh levels than others but um it's that camaraderie you know we built up as a team we celebrated as a team uh at a timeout we talked about what we should do here i talked with what i want on defense here they they said we want this and i love that aspect of it being back in a team and just striving for that that one that one goal and again with the the camaraderie of the whole thing was talking to players from the other team you know the if you made a good save or a guy had a good goal on you i talked to someone on every team and i'd be like oh man you know that first shot you scored <sighs> me and the ref were like oh man oh man <laughs> like the young guy from carolina he's he couldn't have been older than 21 uh 20 and he scored this beauty top corner post in shot but even i was in the right spot i made the right move it's just one of those shots you're not going to get and i talked to him after the game like man I don't even know. <laughs> like, that was beautiful. And then uh, it was that. You know, you clicked with them. I talked to the tournament photographer. I talked to guys from Carolina. Um, the one guy had a beauty kind of lob goal against me. I'm like, man, I'll give you that lob. But then he also scored this not-so-good spin shot that was pretty much at me and just, I don't know. I missed it because I suck. <laughs> but uh, I'm like, I'll give you that lob. But uh, that spin shot, I don't know. So... um I think getting out there and just, you know, we all shared the, the love of the game. It was a fun tournament. Uh, it was a competitive tournament, but everyone was just, you know, having fun. Everyone was talking to players from other teams, and uh, I loved that. And another another thing I loved about it was just playing this sport that pretty much defined or, like, led me to everything in my life and gave me all these opportunities and all my closest friends I pretty much met through this game. Um it was it's been complicated my relationship uh with handball over the years you know don't have to dive into it but certain coaches and certain players and certain situations and my young ego at times and uh you know the the heights i feel like i reached and you know some of the disappointing games all that it's complicated history but it defined everything it taught me about responsibility and discipline and not being an asshole and, and you know it helped me mature as a person which you know maybe took longer than it should have but I, I feel like it helped me get to this stage in my life where it was so playing the game again this tournament whole new group of guys new team I've never played for not a lot of um, expectations or qualification for something else just playing the game that that meant and still means so much to me in, in my life without without pressure, without bullshit politics, without anything, just playing the game to play the game was, uh, it was a real joy. And, um, I think a lot of my friends who, who maybe haven't played in a while, who just go out there, show up for a game, play in a league, just like a pickup game, really. Um, it's a special feeling just to get out there and play, get out there and, you know, you grab the ball again, you know, it feels different it's not a football it's you know it's this thing that you just yeah they're not available everywhere even the handball so when you feel that ball again you take a shot you go post in you make a save you do whatever it is it's a it was a beautiful beautiful time and uh i feel like i needed it you know it's something to get back into um but yeah so i just wanted to share that with you because it was a it was a special experience and uh 
I'll uh, I'll keep you posted on how I do moving forward and what's the plan here. But uh, already got invited to another tournament, and I got reached out to for a beach handball team that plays in the area. So I don't know. Uh, might be uh, time to dust off the old rickety joints and get this thing back moving. But uh, hey, thank you for listening. Uh, for my handball players, former handball players, current players, soak it up. This is the best time. You know, <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to be before I can't move at all. So uh, get out there and play while you can because there's nothing like it. Uh, that being said, thank you again. This is your host, Lyndon Savanto. This has been the Always Moving Podcast. And as we say around here, let's keep this thing moving. <laughs>